This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Supported by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. It's 637 on uh, the all-new this morning. It's Jalen Nye, Daryl McIntyre, Morley, too. Thanks for joining us on this uh, Tuesday, July 4th, over the long weekend. If you're on Twitter, you might have, or if someone in your life is on Twitter, you might have heard some, what the, what the what, what is the going what? on? And one of the problems on the weekend, too, is with the tornado that went ripping through southern yes. Alberta. A lot of people were ticked off because there's so much information yes. now comes through Twitter, emergency warnings, uh, government, uh, you know, uh, news releases all that kind of stuff, that reducing the number of tweets you could actually read meant that an awful lot of people were not getting the information that they say they absolutely needed in a critical moment. So, you know, why? Why reduce the number of tweets that an individual can see? Uh, Initially, I think it was about 60. You could look at 60 and then it would shut you out. Well, you can scroll through and get through 60 tweets in about two minutes. Mm -hmm. Doesn't take any amount of time. So what's the reason for this? The limit's been bumped up for now, at least. But Mm -hmm. what does that mean in the future? Hold Carmi Levy is a tech analyst and tech journalist joining us this morning. Hi, Carmi. Good morning, guys. Great to be here. And uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> certainly as as, uh, as I look at my Twitter feed, I, 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 I had to turn it off very quickly because I was worried that I keep adding to that number and bump up into that <laughs> limit. It's almost like so. it's like the anti-social social media. Yes. Who uses social media like that where you know, the, oh, I only got a few left, better turn it off and conserve it for the rest of the day. This is the, probably the most of all the years that I've been covering the tech space and the social media, probably one of the most ridiculous business decisions I've ever seen. And so what's the reason for it? Because there's number one, yeah, I, I think it's probably financial. If you want to have unlimited tweets you can look at, you got to pay for it. But uh, then Elon Musk is saying, oh no, it's uh, to prevent, uh, you know, misuse of the, of the format. What is it? Can you give us some clarity on what the reason is for this, whether you agree with it or not? Yeah, well, once again, Elon Musk claims one thing, but reality is very, very different. He says that uh, they were getting killed. They were being overwhelmed by AI companies, AI tools that were scraping data from Twitter. And we know full well that tools like ChatGPT or Google Bard, what they do is they go out onto the open internet, including Twitter, and they kind of grab data. They hoover it up like a vacuum cleaner as best they can to train their tools. Uh, And this has been going on for years. This is how all these tools work. In fact, a lot of the technology that's built into a Tesla uses that approach (laughs) to train the AI that drives one of Elon Musk's cars. So now Elon Musk is saying, oh, goodness, you know, Twitter was was being compromised by this activity. It was affecting our ability to to be stable, to deliver our service. So we had to institute a list. Um, But the reality is, you know, I don't believe it for a second. I don't think anybody should, because if it affected Twitter, then you would think it would affect everybody else. You would think that Facebook would have the same problem. Mm. You'd think that Google would have the same problem. No, only Twitter. But interestingly, June 30th was an interesting day in Twitter history. The Google Cloud contract that the company has with Google, with you know, between Twitter and Google, was up for renewal. And we all know full well that Elon Musk has been losing huge amounts of money, um, and he's been trying to reduce his network usage. So basically, uh, he was trying to uh, you know, re- you know, it, limit or minimize the amount of data that Twitter was moving back and forth through its data centers. So it's a money play. That's all it is. 
and uh, he's hitting the brakes and he doesn't want to tell us why, which to me is, you know, we've seen this over the last number of months. He keeps making one decision after another that one at a time kind of reduces the utility of the platform. This is, for a lot of people, this is over the line. This is like the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah, I saw a lot of folks on there saying, okay, this is kind of it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I've seen a, a number of people leave already. I'm, I'm still, you know, borderline considering it uh, as, as well, just because I don't use it as much anymore since since all mm-hmm. the changes. Do we know? Uh, do we have any idea of the number of people who have left this this uh, this this platform? It's hard to tell because they're no longer a publicly traded company. Of course, as soon as Elon Musk bought the company, he, he brought it private. Mm. So they no longer release uh, data every three months. There's no longer a financial report that they have uh. to issue publicly. So we don't really know, uh, but we do sense that that number is down. We're thinking from uh, from a little over 300 million monthly active users just around the time that Elon Musk bought it. They're probably at about 200 million now. So pretty significant loss. We do hear reports of huge drops in advertising revenue, upwards of about 60%. So, you know, what we see from the outside is not good, but of course Elon Musk is not going to admit that. So uh, we kind of hold our breath. What is kind of concerning, though, is anecdotally, you know, those services that you talked about in the intro, so the weather updates, the traffic updates, the wildfire updates, notifications for emergency services about tornadoes and extreme weather that we've come to rely on, a lot of those services, because of changes the company has made to what developers uh, have to pay to access their services, what's known as their API, uh, they, 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 and a lot of those services have gone dark in recent months. So one of the reasons, one of the key reasons why Twitter would be a good public tool, publicly accessible tool, well, those are all gone as well. So bit by bit, we are now spending less time on it. Jalen, you're not alone. I'm also spending less time on it. I check in here and there, mm-hmm. but certainly I'm not scrolling all day like I used to as kind of a feeder of my of my work, and a lot of people are reporting the same. Uh, so is there anything else that can uh, replace Twitter? I know that Meta, the company behind Facebook, is announcing that it's coming out with something called Threads. Now, mm-hmm. whether yeah. that is enough, we'll see. So Threads is interesting because so it, this Thursday, July 6th, that's when it's supposed to go live in the Google Play and the Apple App Store, and so we'll be able to download it to do an app like anything else. Um, and the interesting thing, what separates it from earlier sort of Twitter wannabes, Twitter killers like Mastodon or Hive Social or Post News is that it comes with a built-in network. In other words, it springboards off of Instagram. So you sign in with your Instagram credentials, and then every, your entire Instagram network is now in threads. So you have people to talk to on all those old, those other tools. You signed up for it, and I signed up for them all. And then I started using them, and I was like, wait a second, I'm alone here. There's no one to talk to, so everyone stopped using them because there was no network. So threads will succeed because you, you don't have to build a new network. You use your existing one, and that's going to make a huge difference. And I'm thinking, you know, the timing isn't coincidental. This is going to make Elon Musk lose a lot of sleep. If he thought life was tough for Twitter now, wait till Meta gets in on it. It's it's going to be a bit of a horse race. But I don't want to talk to the people on Insta. I just want to see their pictures. <laughs> just their dog pictures so and don't recipes. Sign up, then don't sign up, right? <laughs> exactly. But but I think that's the thing. I, I think there's, uh, hmm. you know, even though Instagram has been photo and video you know, focused since day one, uh, there's, there's kind of power in that network. Yeah. And most of the people who use it are also using text-based services as well. So yeah. I think it's a smart play. And I think it'll be probably the first serious competitor 
weirdest winter that we've seen uh, to date. Uh, Carmi, always great talking to you. Thanks for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. So great being here, guys. Thank you. Take take care. Carmi Levy joining us this morning. He's a tech journalist and analyst based out of London, Ontario. Love chatting with him. And I still, I'm I'm with you. I still like the Instagram because it tends not to be political. It's just generally pictures and videos and it's fun and it's nice. There is some of that. Oh, yeah. But then you just, you just. You just can't move along. I just, I have become, you know, my husband and I have become the uh, the couple that sit in the same room and send memes to each other (laughs) and recipes to each other. I'm like, oh my gosh, have you seen this? That's how we have conversations now. Oi, oi. That needs to change. It's a variation on pictographs. <laughs> yeah. See this room in a commercial break. Yeah, right? <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. 6.45, a quick pause here. Back with more right after this. Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Well, lots to come still uh, on the show. We're going to talk to a storm chaser that uh, was up close and personal with that uh, with that storm that uh, ripped through the uh, Didsbury area over the weekend. So we'll talk to him. We're also going to talk to um, retired Lieutenant General Romeo Dallaire, who's in town next week for um, a public speaking event. Always interesting to chat with him. And if you're interested in going flying and just kind of exploring Edmonton, uh, we have an interview for you coming up. You can fly. You can also try some acrobatic stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you're actually on the uh, on the uh, the wheel when you're doing the acrobatic stuff. I think it's more of an experiential thing, but <laughs> it's nice to have options. Absolutely, I suppose. absolutely. I, I had to laugh on the weekend. I uh, was uh, scrolling through Facebook, I guess it was, and not uh, Twitter. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't Twitter. It was uh, it was Facebook because yeah. I'm fifty. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. And uh, I came across a Morley Scott post. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And it was in response to uh, a post that said, what is the most oh. useless thing <laughs> from your childhood that you can still remember? Eight six seven five three zero nine. What? Jenny. What? Jenny. What are you Jenny. About? I actually have a t-shirt with that on there. Really? Yeah. It, it's not uh, 5309, it's 5309. Uh, there's also a meme that's been going out. You know, I've, I've got the uh, order was called out at the McDonald's. Uh, order number 867, and I yelled out 5309, and nobody joined me. It was, <laughs> what? Oh, this is horrible. So, so we got talking this morning among the three of us about um, those things that you remember uh, maybe from your childhood, or maybe it's just completely useless that <laughs> just still takes up space in your brain. And for you, it was yep. that. Two five nine five three nine eight is my childhood phone number in Toronto, too. My uh, grandmother's phone number was uh, four six six three four two zero in go. East Edmonton. Eight six seven. Five three zero nine. That's the other one. The only two I know. It's funny with the phone numbers; they get drilled into you. Yeah. So for yeah. me, if, if I was ever in trouble and I was in kindergarten or grade one or whatever, coming back from school, that was Grandma's phone number. So that's the number you called. How about this one? 
426 If you're hungry, call the Lido. Free delivery in your neighborhood. If you grew up here, that was this ubiquitous Chinese food commercial that ran and ran and ran. When I worked in Vancouver with the Vancouver Giants, the general manager's name was Scott Bonner, and he is from Edmonton, and he lived in, in Vancouver. And anytime anybody asked him for somebody's phone number, he would always say, oh, it's uh, 426 <laughs> And people would write it down, and he'd just walk away, he'd be shaking his head. There was a comedian, I can't remember his name, and I wish I could, but he always did a thing about the 426 wouldn't feed this crap to Fido. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was the best Chinese food ever when it finally arrived. I'm, I'm assuming they're not around anymore. No, I don't think so. I was just going to say, gosh, I hope they're not around anymore, no, I, don't so. I don't think so. Hey, it was a comedian. I, I didn't say it. Um, <laughs> in grade, Yours? In grade three, like I still remember some phone numbers, mm-hmm. like 622-6364 was my best friend Collie's uh, phone number. But in grade three, I had to learn the planets in order from the sun out. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I can still name the planets mm-hmm. in order. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. And I had to do it. Did you uh, word can, for that? And I, yeah, well, trust me. And uh, I had to come up with, and I forget what, was, what they call it, but it's a, I made a sentence out of the first letter in each one, like mm-hmm. many very nice, whatever it was, yeah. but that's how I remembered it. Yeah. And so grade three, and now I'm 52, and it's still not it's a still problem. There. I can just roll that one off the top of my head anytime. Except you have to lop off Pluto because it's not considered well, a planet anymore. you know what? I like Pluto, so I keep them in there. Keep them in there? Yeah, I keep them in there. All so, hail Pluto. What is your uh, maybe useless bit of information that continues to roll around your brain. Maybe it's a phone number. Maybe it's something that you learned when you were growing up. Would love to hear from you this morning at 780 496 